Hey, it's Steve, and uh, I've been doing a lot of conversations on Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Burger on Hollywood Boulevard, and I've got a new friend. We didn't even know we were neighbors, and um, I mean, this guy's all over the map. NBA, motivational speaker, great-looking hat. Keon Dillon, welcome to Utah Radio. Hey, thanks. I like the way you just intro me. I'm going to have to tip you after this. Thank you, my friend. <laughs> I was hoping for that, you know, for a big one. <laughs> if nothing else, I'll take your hat. All right, let's start with NBA. Keon, NBA, you, well, I'm, I'm, I want you to say it because you say it better than I could. Yeah, no, the National Basketball Association. Um, I played in that league for 13 seasons for seven different teams, 10 Whoa. different coaches. Whoa. And so, yeah, um, from the year 2000 to 2013, you could find me on, you know, any given NBA bench, depending on who, <laughs> depending on the season. I was there. Lakers. Not so much. Ah, Warriors. No, I only played for seven teams, so those teams were the Clippers, the Heat, the Nets, the Bucks, the Magic, uh, and the uh, Memphis Grizzlies. Seven Whoa. teams. Okay, but those years, you had to play against, like, Kobe and yeah, yeah. who else? So I got a chance, you know, because I was a dinosaur, I got to play against MJ, Michael Jordan, the no. greatest. Yes. No. Yes, I have a pitcher playing defense on Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Oh. I'm excited about that. And Whoa. I got a chance to play against Kobe Bean Bryant in his prime and Sha- Shaquille O'Neal, of course. Oh, Shaq too. Whoa. But also LeBron James. You know, oh. I got to play against a young LeBron James and a fully developed LeBron James. Oh, scary. Yeah, so I had a really, really, you know, um, Rich experience in, in, in the NBA. Oh, Cannon, you've lived to tell about it. My goodness, those are giants. And, you know, you must not be too bad yourself. Well, you know what? I think you you have to have talent, you know, in order yep. to be in the NBA. But you have to have more than talent to last, yes, right? Your absolutely. talent can get you there. But your work ethic, your drive, your energy, you know, your personality, your yep. humility can keep you there. Yep, absolutely. No, I mean, and, and talk about humility and playing in those kinds of circles. That's awesome. But... Where are you now? I mean, it's kind of an interesting transition. It's a transition, nevertheless. I think every transition is difficult, whether it's a teen going into college, whether it's a middle school, you know, uh, adolescent going into high school. So transitions are always difficult and different. Um, What I'm doing now is I had to reinvent myself. I'm a wellness counselor for Mm. the NBA Players Association. I'm an author. I'm an advocate for mental health. I'm an advocate for sexual abuse, which I survived as a child. And so I had to really, you know, find things that were in alignment with my purpose and in my calling and then try and find a way to monetize those things that I so like to do. I don't even know where to start with all of that. Well, you don't have to unpack it all. You know, this is just the first introduction to us. That's right. That's right. We'll be talking more, I hope, a lot more and even collaborating on some things. That's, you know. I think it'd be awesome. It's possible. What's your passion right now at this point in your life? Yeah, I mean, my family is something that I think I'm most passionate about. Okay, you know, sure. I, I love my faith. I'm passionate about okay. that. But really about people and people healing from their journey, right, mm-hmm. and rebuilding mm-hmm. themselves. That's I'm for huge. the underdog. Yeah. I'm, from the, I'm for the people who, you know, have gone through adversity, come mm-hmm. from environments that might not be, you know, uh, astute or esteemed, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I, I think you can come from those places and, you know, reinvent yourself and become anything that it is you desire, you desire to become. If you're willing to educate yourself in the field, put the work ethic in it, mm-hmm. get the right mentorship around it, humble yourself so that you can start at the bottom and then use this energy and this passion and this ferocity every day to, like, manifest what it is that you're destined to become. Oh, that's so well said. Be willing to reinvent yourself, that phrase. That's huge. You have to. Look, uh, at certain points in life, 
you know, uh, social media didn't exist for me, you know, yeah. and so if yeah. I wanted to meet people where they were, I had to, you know, get out of my old school 80s mentality and get into the new millennium and be <laughs> able to meet these kids where they are sure. through social media. And so I think every generation, you know, can humble themselves and learn a little yep. bit more about yep. the next generation because we got so much to learn from one another. We do, you know, and that word humble, it's missing too much in our culture. You know, it's, uh, you brought up another concept, mentor. Have you been mentored? Several, several. My mentor have you know speeded up my learning curve more than any coach more than any book more than any credential mm. it's the peer to peer it's the person to person where i got yeah. my biggest you know uh tricks of the trade yeah no i i resonate with you because i have had the privilege of being mentored by some amazing men who have changed my life i mean it's just it's huge but it's interesting because some people aren't willing to humble themselves to be mentored by somebody else. It is such a rich experience. You know that, and I know you're mentoring yourself. Yeah, well, I just feel like if you want to be a great leader one day, you have to be a great follower first. Oh, and, nice. you know, nice there answer. is there is a lot of lessons um, to be learned from somebody else's experience and somebody else's success and mm-hmm. somebody else's failures, especially if they're willing to share them with you. You know, it's interesting. I started playing drums when I was in uh, sixth grade. And I didn't take lessons. I was in school band and so on. And finally, didn't take lessons until I was uh, 17. And that's something my... I, I was studying with the top drummer in the San Francisco Bay Area, Bill Naraki. And Bill said, Steve, I want you to be a learner, a lifelong learner. And he was applying it to drums. Right. And he said, you know, let's learn something from everybody. And, and uh, you know, I kind of argued with him, but he said, no, no. And, and it's so true. Yeah. So. I wish we had more time to talk today, but thanks for taking time to be in your talk. If somebody wants to follow you on social, yeah. how do they do that? Well, they just find me, you know, Keon Dooling on IG, Keon Dooling on Facebook, Keon Dooling on LinkedIn. You okay, know, I'm cool. all over the place trying to do my thing. But, you know, I really appreciate your passion. This was one of the most fun interviews I've done in a while. So I can't wait to do it again. You talk radio.